Welcome back to a new episode of Feedback on Track. Trust your gut feeling. Listen to intuitions, they say. But is that always correct? Is that the only way to go about and making decisions? How do you make decisions? Do you go with your gut feeling or do you try to be more rational? And that's the topic I want to address today. Regarding something that happened to me in the last couple of weeks, I was uh, contacted by a, a person I met, an, another coach trainer, to get into a project together to, to collaborate and give a workshop. And obviously, when you meet new people, you get excited, you, you see new opportunities opening in front of you. And you, of course, you got to stay open. You got to think that, oh, wow, you know, that's life. That's how you create network. That's how you, you get to meet new people. Uh, step out of your zone, like the, the same things you do every day in your routine. You meet new people. That's, that's exciting. And obviously, every time I meet like-minded like people that are on the same wavelength, that, that are all about personal development uh, this is this is great and and you crave opportunities like these you crave moments uh, of chance or luck sometime to meet new people so it was through a meetup on uh, this meetup was about personal development and that's the reason why i went in the first place and yeah you meet new people and then we started chatting more and and after that we we get to meet again and I learned through him that he wanted to, to start something new, to, to create a workshop uh, for people to improve themselves. Obviously, that resonated with me a lot uh, because this is what I do every day. I, I try to get people to improve themselves, to, to work on their flaws, to try to find solutions. And therefore, uh, that was a good way for me to, to expand my horizons. So we got to meet, um, and, and when we met, we didn't really meet as, as smoothly as I thought we would. Namely, the, the person was kind of flip-flopping on, on when we should meet and how and what time and so on, even maybe canceling one time or a couple times. And for me, it's never really a good start or a good foundation to, to any type of relationship, whether it be personal or professional. I believe that actions always speak louder than words. And when the person is all about getting excited and tell you about this new fantastic project, and, and yet at our first meeting, that person is late, that person seems unsure, that person doesn't seem to be in control, you start having doubts. So at first, I, was, I, I got a bit upset because it kind of, you know, you have to keep your word. That, that's the way I see it. And then when you try to engage people to walk with you and work with you, uh, you, you kind of setting the example for the, the terms of this relationship. So for me to be get, trying to get on board with his project and seeing him being late and flip-flopping and changing times, in the beginning, I'm feeling a bit um, doubtful about the prospect and the potential outcomes of this collaboration so but you know finally we get to meet and and we get to talk and obviously this is an extremely intense uh, talk because we have so many things to share about our experience about the way we work we coach people the way we we try to create value for other people and therefore during that session i i felt 
good. I felt excited. I felt uh, rewarded because that was some special time. And, and whenever I get to speak with people who are really into personal development, that's always uh, something to be grateful for. So one thing leading to another, uh, we start to collaborate. And, and this collaboration will include other people too, namely five or six. So we have some kind of outline, you know, we the usual. Uh, we meet up, we have a Google Drive documents, we have social media groups so we can share information, like uh, keep each other accountable. And, and that's what happened too. Um, there was some kind of, of smaller groups where we could keep each other accountable to reach our goals, to advance on this project, to create that workshop. Quickly enough though, I saw that you know, time management was not something uh, that seemed to be a priority. Uh, communication felt a bit shaky and a bit missing sometimes. And I felt, okay, um, yeah, I guess that's the beginning. So let's try to see how it goes. I'm trying to be in there, trying to do my part. But then I realized that, you know what? I'm not feeling this thing. There's something that tells me that, okay, I'm trying to analyze it. I'm trying to see it for what it is. I'm trying to see it that well, people have, have other things to do. People are busy, but I can somehow, I cannot help myself from forecasting and foreseeing the future of this collaboration. And when I think about it, all I see is, is, is I want to say drama. I want to see problems down the road. I want to see um, something that doesn't feel smooth and doesn't feel exciting anymore. And when you understand that with your own intuition, uh, you feel like you're going to be wasting so much time and energy. And it's, I wouldn't say it's okay if you have nothing else to do on the side, but it's, it's, it would feel a bit less painful and to know that I didn't have other things to do because I would still try to find benefits to it. The, the socializing experience, the, the group effect, the, the synergy of coming up with ideas. But of course, we all have our lives, we all have our careers and, and we are busy and we have a lot of things to do. And for me, going to meetings that don't really have a, a main and clean purpose where people just seem to be there because meetings are cool to have in a project, it felt uh, a bit like a real waste of time and I couldn't find the value in it. And these days, especially when everybody is using Zoom or Skype to get meetings running and, and obviously taking the time off from from commuting and so on. So you, you start wondering why you should spend so much time in, in meetings that are not really fruitful. So I was thinking about it and then I saw the mood and, and really, honestly, the communication, I, I realized that I was not always in the loop and there was no, let's say, report of, of our agendas of meetings. And, and it looked like, okay, well, we have to do that. But I was not even informed about this. When did that happen? So I realized that, you know, this is the basic for me of communications. And, and one thing I want to stress here is it's about your own values. What exactly is the limit to which you are ready to go before something snaps or before something triggers your decision-making process? And if you're clear with your values, if you know what you can and cannot take, uh, how much tolerance do you have for 
some aspects of your life. Then you are clear and you understand where you should stop. And for me, people not being on time, people not respecting time management, and definitely people not communicating clearly, and therefore creating some kind of um, of gaps in the process are something I cannot work with. And I've learned that through my life and my career that these are the things, if they are not there, this is the foundation for me to start anything. If communication is unclear, if people don't respect other people's time, then I cannot be working in there. Therefore, you know, it was beyond rationality. It was really getting in touch back with my values and we could say that gut feeling was the, the the trigger of it because I could not see how I would be working. I felt uncomfortable. I felt really stressed about uh, trying to talk to people now and, and make them understand that this is not working for me. So obviously, you add more stress to your life. You add something that doesn't make you feel comfortable and definitely not excited about the original idea about the spark that created uh, this process altogether. Therefore, again, the feeling, the gut feeling, your intuition paired with the set of values that you have and that you follow in your life is really the, the combination that should tell you, okay, this is working or this is not. When you try to be rational and try to put A and B together and say, okay, maybe those people are busy, maybe he had a rough day, maybe they forgot to, to, to communicate better through social media to let us know the agenda of the meeting for next time, then you are finding excuses. You are not trying to be in line with what you believe in the most. And again, you don't want to be too drastic, and that's what I thought. So I try to be as patient as possible. I try to uh, be empathetic as possible. But when does empathy and patient, patience um, go against your own desires, your own wishes, and your own needs? And this is something you have to pair because when you put them against each other, you realize that something might not be for you at all. And of course, it's never pleasant to say that, okay, you know what, guys, I'm going to drop out of this project. Why? Uh, because I'm not feeling it. You, you need to be transparent. I mean, there's no need to lie about it. Like, I'm not feeling it because, yeah, I don't think this is in accordance to my values. And I don't think I can be efficient. I can be committed and I can be as enthusiastic as I was originally before I discovered that. And this is the way you guys might be doing things. And those things might be against uh, the way I do. And might be, it might be very difficult for me to work, might be very difficult for me to perform. Therefore, when you put that on paper, even though saying that means that you try to be rational, but when you need to explain it to other people, they don't know. They don't know what you're going through, what your feeling is about. And you need to be clear because... Being transparent and being clear in that case was uh, a sign of respect. You cannot just dip and say, "Okay, now I'm done," because uh, you know what? I, I don't. I'm. I'm not feeling it. But why? Are you tired? Are you bored? Are you? Uh, you just don't care anymore? No, that's not the reason. The reason is that I don't feel there's a there's a there's a connection here between what I 
makes me happy and makes me perform to my best and the way you guys are approaching this project. So that's what happened in the last couple of weeks. And, and a couple of days ago, I had the conversation with the, with the facilitator, with the, the project manager, I want to say. And, and exactly what I just told you is what I told him. I mean, there's, there's nothing, uh, no hard feelings. There's no, no blame game happening here. It's just that I can sense that it's not going to work. And, and he even asked me, so what if all of these things changed? Would you be willing and able to continue on this project? I answered, yes, I would, because I believe in change. However, I don't believe in quick and drastic change. And therefore, all these things that had been happening regarding time management, regarding uh, blurry communication, as I want to say, would not change overnight. It would not happen tomorrow that suddenly everything is clear. The agenda of each meeting is laid out for us. Um, there's like a report after the, the, the meetings. Uh, it wouldn't change in one day just because people need to process these things and, and try to make a difference and a change. And it would not happen overnight. And on top of that, I also told him that I maybe the way I do is different from the way they do. And if four or five people are working okay in this way, and I'm the only one who cannot be working this way, then I'm the mismatch here. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that the combination at this point in time is not the right combination. And therefore, by expressing everything I had to say truthfully and transparently, I felt okay with myself just because I knew that this is what I believe. And for me, a line had been crossed, maybe not in a negative way, but the line for my, how much patience I can have or how much tolerance I can exhibit, uh, the line had been crossed. And for me, it was better to um, pull out of this project. Therefore, after the call, I felt great because I felt I did the right thing. I didn't want to do pursue something that I was not fully convinced of and fully committed to. And by staying in this project with all these feelings that I had, let's say gut feelings, let's say intuitions that I was not following, it would have been very harmful to the overall work of the team because my energy would now be on the negative side, not on the positive side in in the first place as it used to be. And therefore, I wanted to avoid that kind of environment for me and for other people. And I'm sure they'll do great. I mean, in their endeavor to create this workshop, they will do great. That's without me, that's a shame. However, I thought that was the right thing to do and the best thing to do. So I'm a very rational person, by the way, I should have mentioned that from the beginning, but, and I usually make decisions based on strong analysis and, and a lot of time thinking, overthinking. Uh, drawback with that is when you spend so much time thinking and reflecting, analyzing, at some point you miss out the right timing. You miss out on opportunities. And in this case, time was of the essence because I didn't want to go another week or another two weeks. Being on this project halfway, I would say me being half there and half not there. So timing was of the essence as the project or the workshop will be held um, by the beginning of next month. Um, on top of that, 
when you are rational, yes, you analyze, but you forget one thing. You forget your feelings, you forget emotions. And emotions are, are what runs people and their lives, their decisions, their thinking. And when you try to analyze, overanalyze, I want to say, then you miss out on one essential part of the equation. So this time I'm so happy somehow that I follow my, my gut feeling, my intuition, and this is the lesson when you are facing um, an issue, when you are facing an obstacle, yes, start by analyzing what you think might be the problem. But at some point, if you wake up every day and your stomach feels tense, if you're just thinking about that obstacle project makes you uncomfortable, not necessarily hurtful or so stressed out, but just uncomfortable, try to pinpoint what this discomfort is. Where does it come from? And then you realize that your intuition tells you something. Your body just expressing pain or sweating or discomfort is actually doing the analysis for you. When your body is analyz analyzing the situation, then you realize you don't need your brains to think about it anymore. Just follow, I would say, what your heart say, but mostly what your body tells you. Your body will tell you a lot, will tell you a lot. And therefore, when you hear what your body has to say, you know that you could be overthinking that decision. Eventually, you already have the answer. So yes, um, trust your instinct, follow your intuition is what people say. But it's hard in the beginning because you might wonder, oh, but maybe I'm too emotional and, and I don't know if I'm really making the right decision because now I'm not really clear about where I want to go, what I want to do, and making a decision based only on my instinct and my heart and my body might be a wrong decision. You might be right, but eventually we still learn from that anyway. And, and, and you will see, if you feel clear with your conscience, if you feel clear with your emotions after making that decision based on your physical, physiological reaction, then you know you've made the right decision. And that's why we should keep listening to ourselves uh, more than we actually are doing it these days. Because these days we listen to people a lot and, and the trend is to be very empathetic. And of course we need to be empathetic, but to what extent do you become empathetic and forget about your own needs and wants? That's the thing to keep in mind. So. If you have any experiences where you followed your intuition, where, where you really trusted your instinct, share with me, share with the other listeners, uh, and let's try to see uh, what kind of experience we can learn from other people, and let's get some positive energy from that, because at some point or another, we're going to use other people's experience and reactions to our own lives. So thank you so much for listening to this new episode of Feedback on Track. And I will see you again for the next episode.